0: Hi there, I'm Roshan Thirin, and welcome to the Science of Building Leaders. You know, one of the things, I've had this series for about 10 years now with a, a radio station called BFM, and in this show, we you know, always dive in to talk a little bit about the science behind leadership, but also to give some practical examples of different individuals, you know, whether they be you know, historical figures like Ben Franklin or Adolf Hitler. Uh, not, a, not a good example of great leadership, but you can learn some lessons from bad leadership too. Uh, and also from others, you know, including uh, current leaders that are out uh, in today's world. And so, you know, today I thought, you know, we will talk a little bit, you know, just being its first episode here on Leramics FM um, in the Science of Building Leaders series, I thought we'll talk a little bit about somebody current. And I thought we'll talk about leadership lessons that I learned from Duane De Rock johnson now, um, you, you may be asking me, why Duane you know? Um, and, and just a couple of weeks ago, I was writing uh, a story about Joan of Arc and some lessons I learned from her. And as I was telling my son, you know, all about Joan of Arc and, and, and what great lessons we can he- learn from this teenager who transformed France, you know, my son turned around and looked at me and said, Hey, Dad. Um, why are we talking about dead people? Can't we talk about people that are alive? And he said, then I said, who? Who's, who can we learn about leadership that you know that's alive? And, and he straight away answered, The Rock. Why can't we learn from The Rock? I mean, he's awesome. Look at him. And, and, and he's so cool. And he's a great actor. And he went on and on. And, and so I told my son, I'm like, all right, let me see what I can find from the big man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And so I started digging up. And to my surprise... And of course, my son said, I told you that Um, we actually uncovered a whole number of insights from the life of Dwayne Johnson, um, which, you know, reinforce again my own belief that there is much to learn from everyone. And so let's just jump right into this amazing life. Um, Now, Dwayne Johnson was a very interesting character at the age of 22, right? He had made his way home to Florida to live with his parents. Because he was cut off from the Canadian Football League. Now, he, he always wanted to become a football player. And this is American football that we're talking about. Um, and and he, he had been working really hard, and he somehow had made it into the Canadian Football League. But somehow, after trying really hard at and, and the age of 22, he was cut off. And all the money that he had was US $7.00. Um, and 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 later on we'll talk a little bit about the seven bucks production which uh, is is uh, is, a, is, a, is a production house that he created together with his partner Danny garcia um, but but more interestingly, he had u s seven dollars and and this was a big moment in his life th- this moment of realizing that his dream of being a professional footballer was over and and he didn't know what else to dream um and, and, and that motivated him. He wanted to make something out of his life. He wanted to be somebody. He wanted to not let this failure define who he was, that he was just a washed-out has-been who couldn't make it into the Canadian Football League. And, and so he used this moment, this $7, and he turned it around and completely turned his ri- life around after this. Now, you know, reflecting on that journey back home to Florida, um, he, he, he started to think about wrestling, um, and and you know he remember he you know couple couple of years ago I was reading a quote from him and he says this to many of his audiences during wrestling um, and and I've 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 seen it recorded a couple of times and he said this I knew two things I was dead broke and one day I wouldn't be and this one day I wouldn't be drove him right and the epiphany would ultimately become a reality. Now, as of 2018, Dwayne Johnson's net worth is estimated to be in the region of 220 million US dollars. I mean US 220 million. That's a lot, right? Uh, and and you know, having watched his football career end prematurely, and you know, he had this period of sadness and despair. But in spite of all that, he picked himself up. He decided to follow in the footsteps of his father and his grandfather and become a professional wrestler. You know, he would later describe this whole twist of fate. And and he said this, you've got to have the faith that the one thing you wanted to happen oftentimes is the best thing that never happened. And so he he moved from being a failed football player to become a wrestling sensation. And then he transformed yet again into one of Hollywood's hottest stars. So one one theme that truly stands out throughout Johnson's life is having the self-belief that we are not bound by our circumstances. I, I, you know, there's a very famous professor of psychology at Stanford University, Carol Dweck, and she actually cites Dwayne Johnson as a prime example of someone with this growth mindset. Now, her research has focused on how the stories we tell ourselves and the beliefs we hold can indicate whether we actually sink or swim. Let me quote from Carol Dweck. Now, she says, Some people believe you have a certain amount of talent and ability, and that's it. Now, we call this a fixed mindset. And it makes us afraid to take on challenges and to persist in the face of setbacks or criticism. Other people have the confidence to take on new challenges and are undaunted by setbacks and negative feedback. So, you see, Dwayne Johnson, despite the setback of having only US $7, being rejected in the one thing that he loved, playing pro football, you know, being a wrestling, I mean, he, he somehow was able to get her out of this being a failure um, and even being evicted by his own mother from his home, he went on later to establish himself as one of the most exciting wrestling uh, personas, right? Having a great wrestling career, almost 20 years. And then not only that, when that came to an end, he was able to morph yet again, take on Hollywood. You know, know, in fact, when he first started on Hollywood, there was severely harsh criticism. Um, A lot of skeptics were really you know, criticising him and making fun of him. Um, but but being able to look beyond all those and being able to morph into something else. Now, I term these beliefs that we fester in our mind, our intellectual character. It is not just our beliefs about fixed versus growth mindset. It's a number of beliefs that stop us from becoming high performers. You know, including, I, I know I'm, I'm from Malaysia and I hear many people say, hey, I'm from Malaysia. How can we compete with the guys from the US or from Europe? I mean, we're just Malaysians. Now, that that is an intellectual character that we have. You know, others I've heard say, hey, we are small, how can we win? You know, how can we compete? Now, at the same time, I've heard others who say, hey, I'm small, therefore I can be agile, therefore I can be more responsive, therefore I have a better chance of winning. So that same belief, right, can morph into a positive belief or it can be a negative belief. But these are mindsets or beliefs that we have. And so we need to ditch our fixed mindset And look instead for growth opportunities or growth mindset. We need to ditch this belief that constrain us, whether it's, oh, I'm from this country or I'm not capable to changing that mindset to say, hey, everybody can grow, everybody can learn, everybody can change, so can I. And and like Dwayne Johnson, right? Life doesn't often go as planned. Now, Dwayne Johnson set his sights on becoming an NFL star and his world would come crashing down on him. He could have stayed depressed, could have been filled with self-pity, but instead, he's had this growth mindset and say, okay, that didn't work out. Let's go after another opportunity. And let me do what I think I'm good at. Let me go wrestling because my dad was good at it and my grandfather was good at it. You know, as he sometimes put it, and this is what Dan, Wayne Johnson said, sometimes you're going to get kicked in your, you know, wherever, um, but you've got to get up and you've got to have faith. And years later, you're going to look back and realize it's the best thing that never happened. So that's Dwayne Johnson and, and this whole growth mindset, and something that all of us can learn from Dwayne, to have a growth mindset, to, to not say that your mindset is fixed, but to believe that you can change, to believe that you can morph, to believe that you can grow, to believe that you can learn, and believe that you can be better tomorrow than you are today. Now I think there's a couple of other key leadership lessons that I, I've learned from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um and, and one of it, you know, is that he never gives up, no matter what the challenge. Um, But there's others that inspired me. And let me just take a stab at a couple more um, in in this short time left that we have. So here are a couple more leadership lessons that you can learn from the life of Johnson uh, in his very inspiring life. Now, number one, um, I think he had a very clear end goal or vision. And I see this lacking sometimes in many leaders. We have no clarity of finality or clarity of where we are going, nor do we have clarity of where we are and so, how is it that we can come up with a plan? We need to know where we are going, and we need to know where we are. Now, this seems like a motherhood statement, but not many of us truly know where we want to go. When Johnson left the wrestling world, and want, you know, he was very clear that he wanted to make it as a movie star. He was clear that this was the end goal. So, he started out, you know, interestingly, uh, relatively decently, with the movie Scorpion King. But then, he did not make much, an imp- much of an impression over the next couple of movies. And, and it could have been very easy to say, hey, you know what, you know, I think I did all right Scorpion King, but all the other movies really did badly and maybe I'm not made up to, 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 to this whole Hollywood thing. But instead of sulking and screaming at others for his failure, he actually called for a meeting with the various tech stakeholders managing him, including all his agents. Now, he started the meeting by outlining his end goal. Here's what he said at the end of the... He, here's what he said at the start of the meeting, right? He said, look, let's be clear. Here's my vision. I want to be Will Smith, only bigger and different. I don't know what that means, but I can see it. Now he had that clarity. I wanted to be—I want to be like Will Smith, only bigger and different. Now he obviously was much bigger than Will Smith, but but that clarity, right, um, was was something that everybody said. Wow, that's his goal. All right. Now let's all rally around him to make his dream a reality. I think sometimes. People cannot rally around us, people cannot help us when they don't see that clarity of end goal. Happens in many organizations too. If we don't know what the end goal is, where are we? What's our purpose of organization? Where are we headed, right? And if everybody is not on the same page, right, how can we all go together and how can we all rally together and drive the organization forward together? Now, clarity of vision is so critical. And, and you know, as, as I studied Dwayne Johnson's life, right, As I studied The Rock's life, you know, every stage of his life, he had this clarity. First, he had clarity to be a football player. It didn't work out. And then he said, great, fine, whatever. Didn't work out. I'm not cut out to it. I have clarity that I want to be a wrestler now because my dad did it and I'm going to make it. And then he had clarity. Look, I'm retiring. I need to move on. And I have clarity to be a movie star. And, And you know what? When everybody else around him was not so clear, he made it so clear, crystal clear for everybody. That's clarity of vision or clarity of goal. So that's, that's my first uh, key lesson that I think I picked up from, from Dwayne uh, The Rock Johnson. Um, secondly, now, this, this is interesting. I think one lesson I learned from Dwayne Johnson was that he was a listener. And, and when you listen, you're able to give people what they want. Right? Here's, let me Let me quote what Johnson once said. He said this, The greatest lesson I learned in wrestling was the importance of listening to the audience. The moment I get into the ring, whether I'm wrestling in a barn in front of 35 people or in a stadium with 100,000 people, I listen, are they buzzing? If they're not, where and why, where should they be? You do something to get them in there. I built a career on giving the audience what they want. Now, I, I you know when I, when, I, when, I, when I kind of read this and I, I heard Johnson say these words, I was very impressed. Like, you know, many times I give sessions where I, where I speak in big crowds. And true enough, you know, what Johnson says, I, I didn't think about it, but I look for that buzzing in the crowd. You know, what does the crowd really want to hear? What, what will engage them? What will they feel that they'll get an insight from me? What will make them happy to say, hey, I've learned something? And, and you know, when you listen to the audience and you give them what they want, there is real That gives you, you know, and we talk about this in the Science of Building Leaders, and I'll talk about it in other episodes. We get this whole kick of, you know, wow, the the audience is really connecting. I get some serotonin that kicks in, and you feel the bonding and some oxytocin, and these are chemicals that, that make you feel great, right? And 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 when you listen, right, you're able to deliver. Now the same thing happens in organizations. Real organizations that listen, listen to the customer, listen to the industry, listen to what's around, is able to produce great products and are able to give the audience or give the customers what they want, right? Now, Dwayne Johnson gains a lot of business acumen by knowing stuff from listening. I think many great leaders always seem to know more. Um, and and you know, whenever I go in a room full of great leaders, you know, I, I tend to listen more. Uh, Because I I always view myself as not such a great leader. You know, there's always something I can learn, regardless, right? I might be in a group of interns and, you know, the interns will be talking. I'm like, teach me something. And and true enough, I'll learn something. Uh, and, And I think many leaders have to really stop believing that the buzz that surrounds them, that they feel that they know more than everybody else. And there's, you know, there's things that we can learn. And great decisions and great insights really come from listening. Real insights really comes from understanding the buzz around us. You know, another key question you may ask is why should people tell me important stuff? You know, another key lesson that I picked up from Johnson is that he's really nice and sincerely interested in the people he interacts with. You know, I, I was reading an article by this guy called Josh Eels, uh, uh, Rolling Stones, right? He, there's an article in Rolling Stones. And, and here's what Josh Eels says about uh, Dwayne Johnson. You know, Dwayne, right? will give you a fist bump that makes you you know makes your humorous vibrate he will ask your spouse or your child's name and then make it a point to repeat it 17 times and you know you know you will leave with newfound inspiration to wake up earlier exercise more be kinder be gentler and, and just be nicer to people now now you know, when when I when I, I kind of read that from Rolling Stones I'm like wow Twin Johnson is a pretty smart guy I mean he he really makes people feel good and he really wants people to, to feel that you're really sincere about wanting to listen. You know, I know many leaders say, hey, tell me something, but their mind is somewhere else. You know, they're on their phone and, you know, they're doing other stuff. I, I think as leaders, we must listen. But first, we must be sincerely interested in the people we speak to. Uh, one of Johnson's favourite quote is this, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. And, and, you know, another, another great story, and I'm going to read this story that uh, I picked up from him. He, he, here's what Dwayne Johnson says. True story. I heard this quote when I was 15 and thought, man, if I'm ever important one day, I want to make it a point to be kind and nice. I don't know if I'm important these days, but I can tell you that being nice and kind to people is literally the easiest thing to do. So I, I think it starts with being kind and being nice. And when you do that, people start to tell you stuff. Then you listen and and they know that you're sincere about listening to them, and that's where secrets come out. that's where insights are begot that's where we start to learn a lot so really you know at the at the start it's about vision you know that's what we learned, but the second is about listening, but you also want to be nice, you also want to sincerely listen now I've got a couple more to 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 talk about, so I' got three more to go so number three and I'll go this a little bit more quicker. I think you've got to promote yourself and 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 you know. Dwayne Johnson, one of the things is, you know, you can see he's not really a guy full of pride and, you know, he's not so, you know, boastful like many of the Hollywood stars is. But but at the same time, humility has its place. And certainly, we couldn't oversell ourselves uh, and we shouldn't oversell ourselves. On the other hand, radio silence is deadly in today's digital world where content is king and presence is everything. I think Dwayne Johnson's hundreds of millions of online followers and you know, are constantly kept abreast of what he's up to and film producers love the lengths he goes in order to promote his own movies, right? Now, you can be the most talented person out there, but if you don't let people know, there are plenty of other people out there waiting to grab their headlines. So, be like Johnson, you know, but with finesse. So, I think you've got to work on your talent, you got to work on your content, you got to work on your capability. So, be good at what you do, but don't forget to also promote yourself because nobody else will. So, that's a, a third lesson that I picked up. Uh, just two more here. Um, and and my fourth lesson is be the hardest worker in the room. Now, this is one of Dwayne Johnson's most favorite expression. Not only does he have a packed schedule most days, he gets up at 3 a.m., 3 a.m., right? In order to get a full workout done, even before his work is, you know, his day begins. Now, as as a proud family man, he also makes sure he spends plenty of time with his loved ones. Now, we all have 24 hours in a day. How you prioritize and make use of those hours will determine how likely you are to achieve the goals you set yourselves. So, are you? I, I mean, there's a big question to each of us. Are we genu- genuinely hungry to reach the next level? Or are we simply paying lip service to this idea? Now, if you don't work hard to keep your age, the next person is always right behind you. So, working hard is a prerequisite of success. You know, there are a lot of talented people, but because they don't put in the hours, because they don't push themselves, because they don't work hard, They don't make it, you know. So there's a lot of great, high-potential individuals but never are able to translate that potential into performance. And that's what you want. You want to be like Dwayne Johnson who says, look, I know I am talented. I know, but I'm still going to work out. I'm still going to push myself. I'm still going to do all the hard work it takes to succeed in this tough world that we are in. Now, my final lesson is, you know, just like all good sayings go, keep calm and solve the problem. Right, one of the most interesting insights I've encountered about great leaders is that they are constantly calm regardless of hurdles encountered. You know, most film directors who work with Johnson love him for his calmness and ability to be pushed hard. You know, as he was an athlete, he understands what being pushed hard and never gets annoyed or upset with reshoots or mistakes on set. In fact, you know, director Rawson uh, Marshall Turber, who directed him in the movie Central Intelligence and also Skycraper, he he states that he has. He has ever seen, he's never really seen Dwayne Johnson get mad, except for one occasion when, I quote, there was a miscommunication about when, he would, uh, when, when, when the shooting would be done and he wasn't going to be able to get on his flight to see his little one. It was the most upset I've ever seen. But the way he handled it was really cool. He brought everybody together in the middle of the set and said, I'm disappointed in all of us that we are here at this point. How can we solve this and move forward? Which brings me to my next point. When we get upset about issues, we need to not just moan and get upset about it, but rather like Johnson, we need to shoot for resolution. Resolving issues quickly and in a practical manner is what great leaders do. And, and, and I know many of us, you know, it's easy to be calm, but you've got to be calm and be able to translate that calmness into problem-solving skills. Great leaders make great decisions. Great leaders solve problems. Great entrepreneurs solve problems. And, and we need to be calm to understand the issue. We need to be calm to get everybody on the table. And that's what leadership is, bringing everybody into the table. But we also need to be calm to be able to say how do we solve it. And then we go ahead and we solve it. If we want to become a great leader, we need to really keep calm and quickly resolve all conflicts and issues. Now, you know, those are my five lessons I've learned from Dwayne Johnson in addition to some of the other stuff that that I talked about with the growth mindset and and having that that intellectual ability or intellectual beliefs that do not constrain us. I hope you've enjoyed this session of the Science of Building Leaders. Look forward to our next session next week and for more enlightenment on leadership, on, you know, understanding how leaders uh, react and interspersing it with the science of building leaders. You've been listening to Leadernomics FM. The science of building leaders.